Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. This episode of Sewing Out Loud is brought to you by Baby Lock. ZD and I sew on Baby Lock sewing machines and sergers every day. Baby Lock is the perfect long-term sewing companion. Their machines are reliably built, and the company is on the cutting edge of sewing technology. Just wait until later in the episode when we tell you about how you can use the camera on your phone to achieve perfect embroidery placement. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And today we're going to talk about mending or darning or lot, fixing. Well, or, a lot of people don't like mending or alterations or fixing. Uh, you you mean they don't like to do it? They don't like to do it, yeah. Yeah, like me. Well, it depends on what it is for me. If it's mine and it's something I like. I'd go for it. I mean, I just kind of wish I didn't have to do it, I guess, though. But I don't know. Maybe that's true about a lot of things, right? Well, I, I think if it's a garment or if it's a garment of purpose, yeah, maybe it, it makes more sense. I find it easy to procrastinate on those things, though, I you guess. You mean like this bag that of pile, that, well, Those aren't mine. Those are no, yours. No, those I know. Yeah. That's fine. Now, I wind up with a lot of things like there's a pair of bike shorts there from yeah. your dad, you know, and they, you know, they have a pad in the butt and all this. So, like, if they have one small thing wrong with them, I'm going to darn them. It's or, worth or, it to fix right, it. Right. Or especially, like, you know, he'll, a hole will get poked, like, in the Lycra or something. There's yeah. no reason to get rid of the whole garment. Yeah. You know, and especially because it is a workout garment, and it gets worn for sort of one purpose, and then it gets thrown in the wash. Yeah, so I actually have a good, like, little mending story maybe we can start out on. Okay. So, so I have these two pairs of the black 14-ounce uh, cotton spandex from L.A. Finch Fabrics, two pairs of leggings in this fabric. And I'm pretty sure I made them around the time that, like, Jerome was born-ish, and they are my go-to bottoms. I've just switched okay. these and two Okay, and he is out. now how old? He's, like, two. Okay. And so one pair, though, was made later, and it's a little smaller. So, like, I have uh -huh. a looser pair and a smaller right. pair, and I'm even going to need to redraft the leggings again. And anyway, these two pairs of leggings needed to be mended a little bit. Right. The tighter pair... The inseam on the crotch uh -huh. is kind of, it was getting some wear. Yeah. And then on the looser pair, for some reason, the back center seam. And what's going on, and I think this is important, <laughs> these were constructed with a 3TN, is like the fabric. It's is the fabric wearing that's wearing away. out. It's not, 
No, no, no. That's what happened. No, that's what happens on my leggings is the fabric wears away yes. and the seam is left. Yes, exactly. Right. But you'll, or you'll see little pieces of spandex the elastic, popping yes. out. Right. That's what's going on. Well, and, and that's the fabric yep. going what we call threadbare. Yes, right? threadbare because yeah. I've worn these leggings right. so much, and uh, but everything else is fine. And um, anyway, so I just to mend these leggings. Right. I just re-sewed the seam. Yeah. In a little bit, and you, you you're saying they were the bigger ones, the one that no, were feeling okay, a little on loose. Both of them, though. Oh, oh, okay. okay, you did that on both. So on the tighter ones, they were like wearing out in the crotch a little bit, and then right. on the looser ones, it was for some reason the center back seam and this, you know, this right. fabric was starting to wear away, um, you know, right where that seam is. But they're made out of stretchy, stretchy, stretchy fabric. Right, right. right? So you you could you could so I could stand you could to take lose. a quarter inch, you know, yes. at that seam or what. Even a well, half. plus, you know, it was only one seam basically, that's right? right? So it wasn't like an out seam no. and an in seam no. where you were having to do that. No, right. so it was just these little spots. Right. And actually, I haven't fixed the looser ones. These are the tighter ones. I'm wearing them right now. Right. Um, and it was just a little section in the crotch. So like at the crotch point, and then right. let's say like two inches down. And so I just started, I turned them inside out, of course, to, right. to mend them. And I just started stitching and blended in the seam. And, and I made a new seam. Right. I didn't, like, darn these knit right. leggings. Right. You know, that's not, that's not like, an appropriate thing uh, for these. And then the same on the looser ones. I'm just going to go up the back. Actually, though, I kind of wonder if I should take them apart. I'm wondering if it's worth it to take them apart and redo the waistband to oh. make it smaller, you know. Just cut the waistband off. And off. I would cut it off and, and put make, it back that's on. That's what I would do. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But I um, I can't decide if it's worth it. Now, that's alterations episode. Let's write that down for alterations okay. episode, okay. huh? How about, how about okay. that? Uh, but be, well, and because they are a little older, they're starting, you know, the cotton spandex reminds me of denim a little bit. You know, around the seam on a on a denim mm-hmm. pair yeah, of pants, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you'll start to see the indentation. It's sort of like you're getting that sort of wear almost like you would on a pair well, of jeans. So you know? everything's going to wear someplace. Yes. So and no garment's going to wear evenly because of the way you wear it and the way your body is. So my point is, if you are mending a, a knit garment at the seam or something, right. this might be a... An option for you, right? Um, that just take it up a little bit. Is there enough room in that garment? Right. Can the wearer, either you or whoever else, can they stand to have it taken up just a little bit? Right. If that's what's going on, if that's the kind of wear that's happening, um, so mending things at the seam when something happens at a seam, right. That's always nice, right? Right. Because you're already working in an area, right, where there's some stitching. Now, if I had a woven, uh huh, um. And say it was a, a, a leg seam or something yep. that like that, I could take a very wide satin stitch and go over the seam. Mm-hmm. I've done that. I've done that on jeans, And we, we've got the jeans darning video, right, right? Right, Yeah. And the other thing I've done is I've placed a rib, ribbon over a seam. Yeah. You know, especially if it was like a, on the outside leg or uh-huh. that's, is and, and all of a sudden I have like this new look, but I still have this garment I like. Sure. Now I had this other pair of lycra pants like you did and they were they were cotton that i and i i think i wore these like three or four days a week for about six no, years guys, okay these are the only bought i right, need to make right. some new freaking right. pants i mean <laughs> i wore these i wore these constantly i liked the way they fit they right. were black you know and your dad says to me are the knees on those a different color <laughs> 
And there was like no lycra left, left like, in the knee. In the knee. Like I had just worn them so and they weren't even bagging that bad. Yeah. Like they were still like holding up. So but I was like, Yeah, you, you know, there's cut so what did I do? Because I what really did you still, do? I had made them shorts. <laughs> oh, okay. You know though. And 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 here's the big deal. I didn't know what length I wanted them. So I cut them off right above For the, the knee. Discoloration. Yeah. yeah. I, I actually the color discoloration was a little above the knee. Uh-huh. So I cut them off like right at the discoloration. And I was like, do I want them this long? And I was like, I don't know where to hem them. And I'm like, don't hem them, wear them and decide. Yep. So I wore them at like two or three different lengths before I decided to hem them. All I did was cut them off because they didn't fray. So I just cut them off right. and I wore actually, them that way to see if I liked them. I have debated like cutting these black leggings off into bike shorts to make myself make new pairs of pants. <laughs> yeah, well, that happens but then too. then I'd have to make new pairs of pants for sure. <laughs> That's like when you have a pair of underpants that are worn out. Yeah. Don't take them off, right? Cut them off cut so them. you never wear oh, them okay. again. Okay. Because what happens if you take them off? You go, oh, well, I'll just oh, wash them. You know, no. Cut them off, and they will never find their way. If they find their way back into your drawer, you can't wear them. That's so. right. They, right. They all have but to go no, in the rag I have done that where I'm like, oh, maybe they yeah. wouldn't be too bad to wear, like, you know, when I'm just around the house. Uh, yeah, they still ride up your butt. Right. Right. That, that doesn't change. So if you are mending something, I think a, a kind of a nice, maybe that was a good intro, because on a garment, you could be mending a fabric issue right. or a thread issue or both, of right. course. It can be a seam mm-hmm. or it could be a tear, yeah. you know, out in the field of the, the so garment. If you need to redo a seam, that should be pretty self-explanatory, right? Yeah. Okay. And if it's just been a weakness of the thread, okay, then yeah. you can reinforce, right. you can just sew that back up. In and the if it was something way. you made, obviously you've got some rotten threads. So right. There you, know. you go. There Who you knows? go. Maybe something maybe you made not. recently, right. you know, right. and the thread's coming out or whatever. To take a look at that. Um, but if you do find that the fabric is sort of pulling away from you, yes. the, like, if, if it's wearing out because it the fit is wrong, yeah, then you need to address that. Yes, then you might need or to make a new garment, change or, something, or give that garment to someone else or whatever. Maybe, make a decision. Maybe you made a garment for someone else. I do that. Or or <laughs> if it's if it's a woven garment, you can put a knit or lycra panel in there it. There you go. That's been done. Now, what I'm vision envisioning right now is a good example is. Have you coat linings? I just see these all the time in the costume shops like yep. that I've been in. The coat linings are just falling apart. I you just know? take them out and make a whole new one. Usually. There you go. Okay. So or you... I have done the thing where I've just cut the whole bottom off like halfway up or a yeah. third of the way and put a new one in. Okay. I've done that too. So depending on where it's. Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes like what seems to happen with the coat lining is under the arms will wear out really mm-hmm. bad. Or it will become loose in a place or something, and then someone doesn't repair it, and then that just gets bigger, and, bigger and bigger. Right, and torn or whatever. Right. So if you do need to redo a whole seam in something that's lined like that. Right. Okay. You're going to have to open the garment up. Right. Okay. So this happened. Was it Kim who was doing um, a bridal gown? And that this would maybe be better for the alterations. I don't even, when you said Kim, somebody Kim on. Shear. Oh, okay. Kim yeah. I'm Kim. Like, Kim can't. who? Yeah. <laughs> no. yeah, <I'm>, oh, oh, <laughs> oh. So, um, yeah. anyway, 
you can you can open up the bottom and get you know get into right. there. So that's something that might happen on a coat lining, and you'd have to you know uh, sew that back up again. So on a coat lining, uh-huh. generally you will find a seam that has been top stitched, right, inside the arm. Uh huh. Okay. There you go. On a wedding dress, it's usually the back seam, and it's sort of like if it's a long wedding dress, I would say it's like midway to two thirds up the back of the dress. You will see where the, it has been stitched top stitched okay where you know it's what they've done with these garments the way they've lined them is they fooled you into thinking it's this perfect like right you know and you don't think there's any top stitching anywhere yeah but so look it's back there. look in in a in a coat or a blazer it well, will be inside the arm yeah and maybe you know i hate to we'll, we'll repeat that you know, in an alterations episode. Right. But even when you're mending something, sometimes you get to really look at the structure of the garment, you know? Well, that's where I felt like I learned, learned a, lot a lot of things. Yeah. 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 Uh, now, if you are going to redo your seam, I guess my biggest tip for mending, if, if there is a seam that has ripped or whatever, you do have to use a stitch that's appropriate. Okay. Oh, yeah. And... So if you're on a woven, it's probably going to be some kind of straight stitch. Maybe mm-hmm. you'll need to finish seam allowances again or something. And on a knit garment, even though your instinct is this ripped, I must reinforce it. Nope. You can't take away the stretch that no. needs to be there. Yeah. Otherwise, it's going to definitely right. rip again, right? So beware of that, um, especially if you're someone who's unfamiliar with knits. And this would happen right. all the time, I feel like, at the store. People get a sewing machine, and they'd be like, oh, I'm going to fix my knit shirt. But they never worked on knits. Right. And so this was, you know, just a pain point for them that we needed to, you know, help them out with. So keep that in mind. Okay. Now, what about when your fabric gets a cut in it because you were snipping I don't know, something right. or, you know, whatever. Okay, you know? so say what it has a hole. Gashes? You've Let's burned just... a hole in it. You know, you you're standing by the it? campfire and, yeah. and, and an ember hit you, um, whatever. It got pulled, you know, it got caught in something and pulled. Oh, you know what? We should take a break and come back and tell them how to fix that, okay? Oh, all right. Cliffhanger. Mallory. I'm always impressed with baby lock machines, and I always think, yo, this is the best. You can't get better than this. And then guess what happens? They make it. They make it better. Yeah. You know what? You know what happens? Okay. They put they put a camera on their on their highest end machine, right? Right. So there's a. Let me repeat this. There is a camera on the machine. Yes, and I can take a picture of my manicure if I want. Yes. Yes. So they put a camera on the machine so you can scan what you're going to embroider. But then what they did now, they've made the technology even more accessible. Okay. Okay. So like how how can they impress me? Well, instead of having the machine with the camera on it, if you don't have that machine, the new Altair and Meridian machines let you use an app on your smartphone to transfer a picture of your project wirelessly to the machine so that you can have this perfect positioning on other machines as well. So not only, I mean, they've just made the technology even more accessible okay, to everybody. I'm like living in a in a fantasy world in, in the future in the yes the future is now. I, I, the future has happened i have a communicator on my wrist that's right you know that's right. i mean <laughs> okay so 
I don't know how much more I can be impressed. Yeah, I think that the launch of the new Baby Lock machines right now in 2019 might be more impressive than the Apple releases that are going on. So um, if you want to see these machines in person, you can go to babylock.com and you can use their retailer locator to go see a machine at a dealer. And that's another thing, of course, we love about Baby Locks, right? Are there fabulous dealers they're independent retailers so yeah um and then i guess we've gotten to a place maybe the closest we're gonna get to baby lock naming a machine after you what they named a machine zd so not quite they have the new altair and meridian that are you know the machines that work with that perfect positioning app but now they have a machine called the Ariel as well. So oh, you mean like Ariel in the yes, sky, A-E-R- not like Ariel the mermaid. A E R I A L. That so would be that would be as get. close as maybe I'm gonna get. All right. So once again, go to babylock.com. Check out that retailer locator and check out the wonderful videos they have that show you what the heck we're talking about with this perfect positioning app on your smartphone. I continue to be impressed. Yes. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. And we're back. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, Boy, what a cliffhanger, What a man. cliffhanger it is. Okay. I'll tell you, I, th- I thought I was going to have to take a Valium. Anyway. Okay. What are, What do you do when there's just a big old thing in the middle okay. of your garment? Well, you could reweave. Okay. But you're probably not going to. Yeah. Okay. That's that's like <laughs> ancient, ancient Well, <laughs> skill. what if your garment's not woven? That's a, yeah. Well, that's true, too. And it's what an ancient skill. What okay? if you don't have fibers around? That's right. You have to have the same fiber. It just yes. I mean, right. So Which used to be because there'd only be like one fiber around, right? Exactly. But, okay. well, there was like, you know, one fiber and it was dyed just two or three flax. different colors and that was yes, it. Exactly. Right? right. It was exactly. a wool fiber and it had you mm-hmm. had a gray and a brown and a black and that was it or whatever. Okay. So you're gonna have to patch. Yeah, but patching can be fun. Patching, patching can be fun in all sorts of ways. So many, many right? ways patching can be. Do fun. you know that I don't? I mean, you just told me about a new term, straight fire. Yeah. Okay. You can get some straight fire patches. Straight, right? Okay. Okay. What? Do you know that visible mending is like a thing? It's a hashtag. It's okay. Got, let's see. So I'm sorry, but in we the 70s in when I was a hippie. <laughs> Yeah, we put me. patches on our jeans where there were no holes. Tell me, okay? tell me about we it, Mom. Put pa- I, people paid me to put patches on their new jeans. Okay, visible. Okay. And we had, you know, like flower power patches or other okay. denim color patches or whatever. Here's the deal. Yeah. There is a profile 
visible.mending on okay. Instagram is Jenny. She's from Utah. She is a visible mender. She has 2,300 followers. But the hashtag visiblemending on Instagram has 41.4,000 posts. And okay. So when we say visible mending in 2019 – People are doing a lot of this, like, sashiko looking Okay, I'm stitching. sorry, but I did that yes. in the 70s. I'm Mom, telling you. Mom, it's okay. It's okay. I know, but you, you act like do, you made no, it up. I did not I, act you like did, that. Or that other person did. No, no. You're, I think you're <laughs> internalizing some things, okay? Let's psychoanalyze. I'm not. I'm visibly Zini, telling you. Zini I'm not internalizing it. anything. I'm telling you I had clothes with oh, patches look, on look them. Look at them. That's funny. I yes. had clothes with okay. patches. It's not new. We know that you know everything, Mom. All right. Well, no. But here's what you do have to think of. People always did patch their clothes. Oh, sure. I mean, because yeah. people didn't throw their clothes no. away. They didn't. Okay. I mean. Yeah. Your friend, Sophie. This is funny. Oh, well, oh yeah, yeah. This yeah. is like, okay, little little tangent story. But she's like, I have this blouse, and I can't find this button. And the button is kind of funny, and it doesn't match. You know, and I need, you know, it's so I've got four buttons on the blouse, and then there's one button. And I said, well, why don't you buy five buttons and put them on? And she went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, I would have never, never ever thought of, thought of that. She says, there all I was thinking is I had to try and match this, this button, button, and maybe you could help me match this button. And I said, well, I will try and help you match the button, but otherwise, we'll just get five buttons that match, that fit the buttonhole, right. and we'll put them on. And she went... Oh, my gosh. I just am not coming from that place at all. I mean, it was just so funny. Right. You know, because she isn't thinking in those terms. No, and she doesn't sew every day. Right. She gives people glorious massages Right, day, right, right. You know, so, I mean, it, it is funny what you th- – now, that is a way to hide something is with a button. Yeah, okay. Okay. So, so you can try and hide things with a super visible thing. So this, the, right. the type of visible mending that I feel like is trending on Instagram, like I said, they'll they put some kind of contrasting fabric. They'll put it underneath, okay, or, or on over, top, mm-hmm. and then they do some sashko stitching, right? And extends, and there there's some you know beautiful right. things. They do. Uh, there's a lot of handwork. Okay, that's what sashiko. If that's where it came from, right? Okay, and I know that I'm not pronouncing it. Sashiko. Uh, I yes. Something. It's something like that. I and then someone I've, out there knows a better pronunciation I've than us. I tried to say yeah. it correctly, and then people were like, "No," and I was like, "Okay." Well, no matter how I say it, someone corrects oh, me. Sure. So I'm not sure how to say yes. it. Yes. So right. anyway, it's this ancient Japanese uh, art it, of stitching. It's, it's a hand qu- sort of quilting stitching. Yeah. Yeah, and the, they it, used it, to do use it for work clothes. Yes. To make fisherman's the, jackets. What they did was they put layers of clothing together. Mm-hmm. And, it, this wasn't... And, and, you know, it became decorative okay. because people took pride in their so work. So what I'm trying to say before right. you interrupt me again is that it wasn't a one-time occurrence. It wasn't like, we sashikoed this jacket and we're done. Right. More layers would be added. Right. And, yes, of course it became a decorative art because that's what, you know, people you know, did. You just right, did because you didn't days. have the internet. Right. You, you couldn't be and on social media, so you had time on your hands. That's right. And then I just do – I do want to say that if you watch any uh, Kurosawa – Japanese films. Derek is a big film buff, and so I've watched a few, and I can't even remember their and names. And they have sashiko. Oh yeah, you can yeah. see on you the, can garments. See the garments. I'm like, oh my gosh, I I know about that technique, and so it was just really neat to right. see. Um, you know, he is, I believe, one of the original directors to do films about like samurai and people like that. So anyway, it was it was really cool. And sorry if you know a lot more about right. movies than I do. Uh, but yeah, so that's the visible thing. So, so there's rhinestones. Well, uh, all what kinds else? of things, and like you, you know, anything. 
that you apply. Mm-hmm. So it can it, any kind of cruel work, right? Yeah. Hand cruel work. Now, one of my big okay, this was okay. What what should we call this? Um, it was one of my, one of my just champion things that I did for somebody one time, uh-huh. and she came in and she had this little like um, sweater. And it was sort of a bolero-type sweater. It was a very, very nice sweater. And she had gotten a hole in it, and I don't remember why. Yeah. Okay? And it was up sort of like right here on the chest, mm-hmm. like, um, over, you know, below one shoulder. And um, she said, I love this. I love the way this fits. I wear this every time we go to the opera. It's like my little opera sweater, blah, 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 blah. She used it to cover her shoulders. Right. And she loved the sweater, right? And it was fairly new, okay? And I said, if you'll trust me, <laughs> I think I can do something that you will be happy with. Uh-huh. It was just black. Yeah. Plain black. And she did. She said, I don't want anything like, you know, right. real obvious. I, I want it to stay black. I want it to stay neutral. I took a piece of black cotton organdy. Uh-huh. And I embroidered a little black flower on it. Uh-huh. Okay. And then I put it over this hole. And then, I, this was at the embroidery machine. Uh-huh. Okay. Then with the embroidery machine, I did a satin stitch oval, uh-huh. okay, around this cotton organdy that was placed up on top, around the flower, bigger than the little hole that was in it, right? And then I took it and I cut away the fabric behind it. Okay. So it looked like a sheer black little window with a little sort of flower So it looked very it. purposeful. Yes. The woman went out of her mind. Yeah. It it really was because I can't remember exactly what the hole was or how it was irreparable, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And I just said, if you'll trust me. Right. <laughs> you know, and it happened to be in a good place where it kind of looked like it. I, I could make yeah. it belong. Well, you know, and I mean, let me tell you how many holes I I fixed like that after that because the whole idea of like seeing through it, you know, people are thinking they want to cover it up. Yeah, so you made it sheer. So yeah. I made it sheer. And the organdy was right. see through. Right, because yeah. there was no way to match this fabric. Yeah, right. There was absolutely no way. It was, it was some sort of little knit. I can't remember uh-huh. exactly. If This has been like 25 years ago, and I'm trying to recall mm-hmm. the story. But all I can remember, I do remember the exact flower I put on it. I, oh, really, yeah. I really can. Well, I, I can remember who made the design and everything. So this just goes to show you, you know, right. there's no one way to mend right. something. Right, right. And... Okay, what if that... And I maintained the integrity of yep. the shape. You know, what I didn't if that lady it, had way. gotten a hole in her favorite opera sweater that was, like, under her arm? Right. Might not have been such a big deal to just hand sew it up, My right? hand, I might have hand sewed it up. Right. I might have had to put some sort of lycra gusset under both arms okay, to make it look the same or whatever. Of course, um, you know, re... Like, Darning a knit garment is sort of where we get right. where the original maybe I don't know if it's the original, but right. one of the more original senses of darning, and you really do re knit, and you can yes. you yes. can sometimes do that if you've got the same you know something similar, but there are holes in garments, and then there are slashes in garments. That's right, right. Mm-hmm. and I just want to talk about that a little bit because with a slash, mm-hmm. sometimes you can do that. 
and make it look really in- inconspicuous. Yes. But I think what you should uh, definitely consider with a slash is some kind of stabilizer, interfacing, fabric, whatever needs to go behind there. And then I, I do like it when they're fusible. Well, if you can fuse. You a, can't always right. fuse. And a lot of times with that whatever is under there, uh-huh. I want to... You know, maybe I'm going to put a batch over it. It depends on what you... Right. I will take the machine and do a tiny oh. zigzag across yeah. there yeah. to catch both sides. So now I've got this good palette right. to work on. Right. Right. Yeah. So Derek got like a... a it was like a V cut yeah. in one of his woven shirts in just the most weird random place. Right. And so I would put a piece of like cotton organdy behind that and just zigzag right over... The slash. It was right. like a V. And this was a plaid shirt. Yes. It's like orange and white and very small plaid. Uh-huh. Okay, look at almost a little check, uh, right. you know. And it was also textured, sort of seersuckery. Okay, that little zigzag stitch, no one noticed it ever. Right. You know, so it's okay. So it depends on, like, so he didn't want a flower on his shirt. And right. I think it was somewhere weird near the hem. Right. So it wouldn't have looked good to, but you know, do something like that. But not to get worse, to yeah. maintain the garment. Especially, you it know. It was perfect. It always happens on when you've only worn the garment the second or third time, it well, seems like, Well, and sometimes too. knits, I think, like, a spongy knit or a sweater uh-huh. knit will be a really forgiving thing sometimes to Sometimes you can. Right. Because you're like, oh, and I can't see it a now. lot of times you'll notice that, like, some knits, especially if it's a sweater knit, yeah, you know, and it's ready to wear. They they give you a couple threads. Oh, do they? Thread. Uh, uh, they'll, they'll give you a little uh, a little plastic bag full of it, like you know, one of the buttons that's on the garment and, and a, thread a couple threads and or something, right? Yeah, so you can make it visible. But I also I like for both of these techniques. If you're going to apply some kind of fabric, right, like with your beautiful you know organdy applique or with your whatever, it's like. Get your big piece of fabric and apply it how you want to to stabilize the 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 tear, the hole, right. the whatever, and then proceed to cut away what you might cut away from the garment, right? Or what you might cut away from your organdy or your or right. your fabric or your stabilizer. Don't try and cut out a piece of fabric. That you want to be like your finished little no, oval. Leave it right? bigger. Leave it right. bigger. Leave okay. It bigger. This was in our discussion about right. seam allowances. Right. So like when we darn jeans in that video, and this right. isn't quite the most subtle like, you know, uh, way of darning, but when we darn jeans, we put a big piece of muslin or organdy behind that. We stitch, 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 right. and then we trim it away. Just like trim you away. trimmed away things after you right. were done stitching. Right. So don't, yes, I don't try to be precise like that. Make sure right. you've got what you want first, which to me, I think I remember sort of making a few mistakes in that vein. Yeah. That might not have even been mending, you know, but something else, just sort of like how you don't cut out the scallop on a hem. Right. You know, you you're sew, it, sew big it big and then trim it, and away. Then trim it down. Okay. Yes. I think the other thing about patching, especially if it's in a bizarre spot, uh-huh. okay, um, is something... I assured a dr- I had a dress one time that I got tar on. Ew. It was a linen dress. And there was absolutely, <laughs> I tried everything to get this tar out. So I just put the whole thing in tar. No, I got <laughs> right. So I took, a, I took the tar and I painted tar flowers all over the dress. So it was like on my thigh area, okay? Uh-huh. And so I had an embroidery machine. Did you? I did. And I just cascaded. 
from one so shoulder down oh. over the thigh and to the hem, I cascaded um, grapevines. Well, that's all, okay. And Do you, you still have that dress, yeah, right? Yeah, and it was an improvement to the dress, actually. Yeah. Because it was a funny green color. No, anyway, I, I've seen that dress in like the past up, week. It's hanging up right. in my room. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can't. Um, we should put a picture no, of it. So, you know, if anybody ever says embroidery machine, there are a lot of people criticize embroidery machines. I will not. Okay, <laughs> they have done a lot for me. Zini's just going to criticize. I mean, when I, you make a hashtag I, I, out of something she did. In I Girl just Scouts. don't think. <laughs> I just. I just don't think that I would have embroidered all of this stuff down the front of this dress. Oh yeah. To save it, you yeah. know. But I did this. Mm-hmm. Um, no one ever, ever I thought know. I, I covered know. this well. The tar can't, you know, I had the tar off. It was a big schmear by the right. time I got, but I couldn't, you know, there's, there's no getting yeah. rid of it. Right. And so what I want to tell you, and I've done this with other people where they came in, oh, this is my mother's favorite nightgown. Well, then mommy's getting a daisy here and a daisy there and a daisy right. here and a day. So all of a sudden the daisies became a focal point. So my, actually where, where the garment had been injured, right, right actually became the focal point. Okay, parts. and so if you're going to... And, and I did this with the embroidery machine. Not to say you couldn't do that with sure. patches or something else. Sure. Or, or your, no, it's great. And you can buy appliques, and you can make appliques, and, you know, there's all kinds of things that you can put on a garment. So I once made a mistake on a handkerchief uh-huh. uh, for someone. I put the wrong initials, like uh-huh. SWS instead of... SSWS or something. Yeah. I don't know, whatever. And so it was on the little corner, and I did a very similar thing with the organdy that you did. Right. And I digitized like a, a medallion. Yeah. You know, da 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 da. Digitized a medallion, so it stitched the embroidery machine, stitched the shape of the medallion. Right. Then I cut away, I believe, the handkerchief, and then I put on my other piece of fabric. Right. It stitched the medallion again. Right. It stitched the new monogram. Blah blah blah. You know. So it did that. And this is one other thing I want to talk about when you have some area of a garment that was very intensely what do I want to say sewn like I'm talking about a button placket uh-huh. or a buttonhole right. placket or like a collar uh-huh. or something this has come up in the group a few times so whether or not you made a whole button-up shirt and then you used a seam ripper to open up the buttons like we say not to do um or you you know, you did this collar right. or something. I think someone came up with a pair of shorts that had an issue at the hem. Mm-hmm. So instead of like unsewing all that hem right. and da 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 da, you you can apply just like part of a new button band, right? Right. Or you can, or you could take it. a pretty ribbon and sew it right down the middle. Yep, and all make the a way. New... And now you've got a new style. Yeah. So I've had people like. At, Act or, or just really screw up a buttonhole. Yeah, like the buttonhole. Get a buttonhole just, cutter, everybody. Well, but not even a cutter, right? Right. And so, haven't you seen where the button placket or the buttonhole placket right. has a contrasting color in right. it? Right. And so, when you do that, think about your sewing order a little bit. Or let's pretend somebody got a you know a snip in a collar. Right. And you're going to add like a little triangle or right. something. Think about where you can finish it. Like on, let's pretend your buttonhole's messed up. I would take a like kind of a longer rectangle of fabric, and I would what I I'm kind of holding it uh, horizontally. Let's so let's say it's a long rectangle, mm-hmm. okay. And I finished my two long ends, or I've at least right. folded them over yep. and pressed yep. them. Yeah, you gave them a finish, right? So then I'll put it 
right sides together with the garment and I'll sew it along the edge of the button pocket. Then I can flip it over. Right. Okay. So then it's nice and finished. And it looks like that's part of that seam. That's right. It looks like it was part of the original Mm -hmm. garment. And then I can top stitch those folded over edges and that can look like top stitching on a seam. Right. Yeah. Okay. So just think about that when you're sort of, when you're doing things like that, you can partially finish your quote i mean that's a patch right. i guess and that, and you know? no i like right? and i well again you're app, you're yep. applying something you're you appliquing something you could actually cut away like if you, you know, patch a, and applique to oh, me yeah. are the same it's thing kind of the same thing right. yeah so if you are going to you know replace that part of the button right. blanket you could cut away the part that got all messed up right. too um or you could leave some of it there or whatever but i think, think about what yeah. you can fold over and, or and i think first. decorative ribbons contrasting yes. fabric yes trims your you know trims I've, yeah well and i've had this happen where people came in this is my favorite pair of pants and my dog ate this him mm-hmm. so that, you know it's a pair of jeans or khakis or something yeah. like that well you can't okay you can't match the fabric right or if you match the fabric it looks like you match the fabric yeah right so what i did is i made them like a different color cuff yeah you know, and put like so on both, right? Right. Or we, you know, we cut it down and we put lace. Mm-hmm. You know, we took it. So you know, it was like probably only a half inch. But in order, how am I going to repair this? I still, you can't repair a half inch with only with a half inch of space. Right. You're going to need more space. So I would take lace or eyelet or something like that that was you know, an inch and a half or two inches. And make that the new him. Well, you, um, something you always told me, when you're adding a new element or a new color yeah. to a garment, like you were talking about daisy. Right. Okay, so let's pretend we are covering right. something up with a daisy. Well, or, or 5,000 um, uh, grapevines. Grapevines, yeah. Um, so maybe you don't want to just put one grape. Right. On there. Okay, smack it over something right. and be like, oh, did someone use their embroidery right. machine to cover something up? No, That's you right. cascaded them down. You put, you know, maybe a few more daisies. You did right. a cascade of daisies. Maybe you put a your... ribbon down the front and then you put a ribbon on the cuffs. There, whatever. there you go. And, and it's it's nice to have an odd number like that three. Yes. You know, if you just add two elements, it doesn't always work, but three elements seems to work better. And, you know, this, I, there are, of course, places. There are where... exceptions because I put. You might not a have striped to do this. pocket <laughs> on a solid T-shirt yes, to cover there something. There you go. Right. There you go. Yeah, and there's perfect. another patch for you. Make a pocket. Make a pocket. Right. And so you would repair whatever right. happened, so it wouldn't rip anymore. It right. Whatever. And then you put a pocket over it. That, that's yep. That or bleach. And stains. again, again, that's a patch. Yeah. You yeah. know, that's a patch or an applique, basically. Mm-hmm. You, it's a patch pocket. Right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, you know, there are just so many ways that you can mend. And I don't think there's a wrong way. Right. You know, uh, so you can go over and you can ask in the group and we'll try and help you out. And people have great ideas and some of them, you know, you might be like, oh, I don't like that for me. But, you know, that would be right. good in the future. Or, you know, and, you know, don't get upset about the garment right away. If you can't think of something like right away, hang it up, look around, look in your hashtag what? Visible mending. Hashtag visible mending. <laughs> and... You know, see if there's any ideas there you like or something that translates to what you might like. Right. You know, um, again, with the embroidery machine, you've got, you can make your own patches. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, your things like, and not that I, okay, in the 70s, let's talk about how I put patches on people's jeans. 
So it was really not that much fun to satin stitch patches onto machines. So what I would do is I would take the fabric, I would put a stabilizer behind it, uh-huh. right? And I would satin stitch a pocket or a satin stitch, say a, a, a rectangle, a, shape, or a triangle yeah. or a shape or a heart or whatever. Hearts got real big and the lips for a while were big. But anyway, then I would you know, cut the fabric, cut it out of the fabric, and then I would go back and I would take go over the edge again, mm-hmm. okay, you know, just burnishing that edge with my fabric. And mind you, I was not using embroidery thread. Right. I was using construction thread at this point in time. Right. Didn't know any better, didn't even know it existed. You know, the only thing that existed then was like sat, uh, silk threads. Well, right. Yeah. Then I would have that patch separately. Right. Now, I don't have an embroidery machine, right? Mm-hmm. I just got a zigzag machine. And I could take that, then put it on the jeans, and just top stitch it onto right. the jeans. Right. You know, I'd repair. If there was a hole, I'd repair. A lot of times there wasn't a hole. They just wanted patches. Okay. And then let's, let's I don't know if we brought this up before, right. but just sewing on patches. Little tangent here. Yeah. Like, I'm talking Girl Scouts or Scouts or, or military patches or police patches or whatever. So you get that patch, and it's got that satin-stitched edge. Yes. So what I would do almost all of the time is choose an embroidery thread that matched right. and do kind of a long zigzag mm-hmm. that was as wide as the satin stitching right. was on the patch and do that. Okay, right. That's how you do and you just go That's how it. you do that. Okay. You can use clear thread, but remember, Mallory isn't a fan of clear thread, but ZD likes it okay. Well, there, um, a lot of machines don't do well with clear thread either. I, just, I don't know why I don't like it very well. I used it if I had 42 patches well, to sure. do that or were all, all different, different colors. colors because a lot of those patches from uniforms. The yeah, edges aren't the, all the same. Yeah, it's the not like they're all black the or all one. green. Yes. Yeah, no, they're every other you know, hub or their design, they're different colors. I think I've told this story before, but do you remember when I did like those 40 jackets for the, it was a certain police department. It was not yeah. our, and I, it was terrible. It was the most terrible. Yeah. I hated it so much. And I poked myself with a lot of pins Yes, because that's of the, the other of the thing. project. That's the other thing about patches. I think you're better off with your spray-on adhesive and tape. or tape. Mm-hmm. Or, Wonder or, tape or tape or cellophane, or, or, or tape. cellophane tape or even your painter's tape. If you tape it on, you'll save your hands. Yeah, so you because tape it on. Because you've got your hands in there and you're just jabbing it with those pins. So you tape it on. And yeah. Yes, and what I wanted to say was I jabbed myself with a pin right before we started recording and I get so angry. She doesn't like it. I get very it mad. It really upsets her. It doesn't her. just hurt. I'm just it upsets like, her so, a whole lot. I am ticked off. Right. I'm almost as mad as people putting things on Pinterest that I did when I was in Girl Scouts. (laughs) (laughs) I am almost that mad. Uh, Anyway, so I... (laughs) Such a good joke. Um, so well, it's a good joke if it's not about you. Yeah, Uh I'm so funny. Anyway, tape. Okay, cellophane tape. Never underestimate the necessity for you to have several tapes. In your sewing studio. We have a tape drawer, right? We have a tape drawer. I see some bright green duct tape in there. I see some painter's tape. I see that clear tape that they don't make anymore. I see that... Double-sided tape. Um, Scotch, like just cellophane tape, right. scotch tape in there. I don't know why we're avoiding using the word scotch, but... Because that's what... It's like a... So what everybody calls it now, right? Just, uh, so, anyway, 
when you're doing that, you can actually sew over like the cellophane tape. Like a cellophane tape. tape, you can sew over and just rip it right and up. And rip it right off. Lay or, rips up like a postage stamp would rip off. Yeah, if you are going to use painter's tape, I wouldn't sew through the painter's tape. Right. It's, it's, it's a little bit harder to get off. It doesn't right. uh, perforate as well. But you just can pull it away and then, you know, continue to sew. And then I reuse it well, on your 42 And that, we have used that in embroidery a lot, too, uh-huh. on placement. So uh-huh. I know where I want the bottom line of this, you know, stitching to go yeah. or whatever. And I make that bottom line the top edge of my cellophane tape. And then I, you know, hoop or do whatever I need. And I know exactly where I want it. Even with all the cameras and everything we have nowadays, you know, in the really, you know, high-end machines, sometimes you still want a line to know where you're going to stitch. Well, you want some sort of reference point. When you're doing something you know, back to our topic at hand with the mending, right. you know, when you are doing something that's very square, sometimes it's just nice to just use the kind of traditional feature of the embroidery right. machine that shows you the edges of the design. Right. Where the camera can come so in handy is if you are trying to cover up something weird yeah. on your garment, right? Or trying to, or you've had to take out someone else's embroidery because yeah. they spelled the name wrong. wrong. Or maybe, or maybe you, it was your you embroidery. Right. <laughs> and, and and now you you have to put an E where there was an A or yeah. an E-Y instead of that A-Y you put in. So now you can match that up so well. And we used to do that all by well, eyeball and right. marking it out. and it, it, it was hard. No, and it took a lot more yeah. skill. I mean, you can still try and do it but with your grapevine and luck yeah you know you had to make those cascade manually i did the, so the yes i had to place them basically manually i had to i mean you blind, know, the, right the, you know this i i believe did you use a template did you I, no out? i didn't but i do believe that design was only like a five by six uh-huh. and i've got it going oh it's over my shoulder I mean, and short, down to my hand still a lot of no 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 it's like five feet of yeah, embroidery it's a lot of embroidery. or more five or six feet of embroidery okay well i think this was a good a good episode about mending i i don't think you know we didn't talk about the type of thread to use well or and, the type of needle and sometimes like, and sometimes that it Again, I would yeah. think about bulk mm-hmm. and what sort of effect I wanted. There you go. Yeah. And I wouldn't use um, – now, in darning, a cotton thread is nice. It will lay flat. Yeah. It will not be shiny. But, you know, uh, but I, a lot I of times I use construction. It depends done. on what you've got. Yeah, it does. It just depends. So think about – think just think about what you're using it for. Don't think anything that you might decide is – wrong right i mean think about how you're using it what it how it needs to serve you does it need to match you know all those things just i think this is something we bring up a lot do think about embroidery thread even with your darning that's a little bit more i don't know utilitarian well like that i would say i would say for Derek, i would use polyester embroidery thread Uh or i would probably use cotton embroidery thread i don't know yeah rayon rayon might just snap on you a little bit might not be quite as strong but if it would be the only color i had that matched i might use it right that floriani 
you know, I used that to do that little V cut on Derek's shirt. Right. Okay, it wasn't a seam. There's no stress. Right. Someone just cut this shirt. You know, right. Derek cut the shirt. Uh, somehow, you know, in art class. So someone just cut that. There was no stress. I got a good color match. Right. You know, so that can. Especially the rayon. If you Now, the other thing about rayon is it will tend to fade a little bit. So yeah. if it's something that you're going to be out in the sun or something. But, you know, everything fades. Stuff yeah, fades. but, well. Stuff happens. Yes, exactly. Okay. Well, if you have any other mending stories or any other tips that you'd like to share, you can go comment on the episode on SoHere.com. And you can get to us on Instagram. We are SoHereCom. And you can email me, Mallory at SoHere.com. Take it away. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SoHere.com. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Oh,